Welcome to the Soul Ability Superhuman Laboratory, where we uncover the secrets to upgrading your mind, body, soul, and business. Guys, on today's episode of the My Soul Ability Podcast, we have chiropractor turned laptop lifestyle mentor and fellow podcaster, the chiropractic philanthropist, Dr. Ed Osborne. Dr. Ed, thank you for joining me on the Soul Ability Podcast. I uh, just want you to tell people a little bit about yourself. Some people may know you because you're all over the internet, um, but just tell people a little bit about yourself. You're a chiropractor. You have a virtual practice now you're teaching people how to literally break free out of the matrix and do what they love and live their lives just i'll I'll just give it to you (laughs) so yeah i mean um let's see who am i yeah i'm an entrepreneur chiropreneur uh i i guess you you know i'm still trying to ease into the the fact that i may actually be a retired chiropractor now um so I help people in other ways than with my hands in my practice now. Right. Uh, I'm a I'm a dad, you know, so a father. I'm a husband. Um, I'm a reluctant leader now, it seems. But yeah, I mean, that kind of pretty much encompasses me. I'm pretty passionate about what I do. So when I say what I do, I mean, I, I like to think that I I liberate um, yeah. people. Yeah, it's people, chiropractors, professionals from the the limitations that they have in terms of their thinking of that they aren't enough to actually have a business or a life that they desire that can be outside of their existing four walls so they're brick and mortar yeah that's really what i what i love doing yeah i think you like you said you were like a new leader but you probably always have been a leader right you had your own practice you were running but you don't (laughs) feel like it. you just feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing um and as a chiropractor like I don't like to put labels on things. I feel like, you know, I'm a chiropractor because that's my training, but like the reasons why I got into it are not just because I wanted to adjust people. I wanted to really just help people progress. And that's, that's what I love. I don't know if you feel the same. That's, that's why, like, why did you be like, choose that profession in the first place? The honest answer yeah, is, is a girl. So <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of answers for a lot of things. I get <laughs> So my wife, uh, so we, we did the hard work. We did, we sold everything we had. She got into chiropractic college down in San Francisco. So we made this move from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, drove in this 1980 Mercury Monarch rusted out bucket car with all our stuff and our two cats across the country so that she could go to chiropractic college for three years. And the only way I could stay in, in the country was to actually go to school myself. So I started going to college and next thing you know, I got a college degree because I did it really quickly. And I was like, well, what do I do now? Well, all my friends were chiropractors and my wife was becoming a chiropractor. So it just seemed like it was like I got sucked into the world of of health professionals and chiropractic. And it was it was pretty much the best decision I've ever I've ever made in my life. It's what led me to being where I am today. Um which is, you know, I think I'm, I'm slowly still trying to find, you know, what is my sole purpose? Like, why am I here? And, and I'm every day I get a little closer to that, yeah. to that, that place. I think that, that's, that's pretty awesome. I feel like I, I didn't know I, w- I wanted to be a chiropractor in the first place. I was a bodybuilder. I was working for supplement companies. I wanted to start my own company. And it just like the universe kind of pushed me there. I got fired 
you know, <laughs> I just ended up there. Right. And I, yeah. I did it and um, I'm where I'm at now. So that it's really interesting that you said that your wife is one of the reasons why you did it. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to ask you, because I saw that your wife is kind of like she's been by your side throughout this whole process. And then she's still there right now. I just saw a video that she posted. Um, it was like about her and her why. And she's kind of doing something similar to you, but she's teaching women. Like that's her focus, right? Am I wrong? Well, she, she's, uh, you know, honestly, I'm more of a strategic, um, launch strategist, you could say for helping people create online businesses. So although I may be, I'm, I think you're I'm more realizing I think you're more than that. <laughs> like strategy is like, you know, you can learn strategy and there's technique and like, you can learn the technology, but you're really just like liberating people and shifting their mindset. You're I, I am, I am, as I said, reluctant to, to go into that area, but I see that, you know, the more, the more I resist, the more I see that, you know, I think I need to be there. I, I think that's what really a lot of people need, whether it's a, an entrepreneur, a chiropractor, um, anyone in business or in life, they just look, they need someone in their back, you know, who's got their back, Absolutely. who's, yeah, who's invested in themselves and done the work that can take them from where they are to where they want to be. And it sounds like a cliche, but I'm slowly kind of coming to that place. But I just described my wife. So <laughs> she, <laughs> she is, she is a badass like mindset mentor and coach for women who want more. That's essentially what she is. And she's always been that coach and mentor in my corner, but now, you know, she's doing it for women. And I mean, she has a podcast, women wanting more. It's, it's hit a million downloads. Yeah, I saw like, that. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> could you imagine a million people have listened to her message? And then you wonder like, how did she make the transition from a brick and mortar practice to um, coaching and mentoring women and entrepreneurs? It's, it's because so many people connected with her message, well, right? About, we are talking about soul, right? Soul yeah, genius. Absolutely. Think about if you had to reach a million people from like your little practice, if the internet didn't exist, it would just never happen. Yeah. Dude, I started, I started down this road two years ago, just two years ago, broke guy sitting in his (laughs) basement, started the podcast. That's it. That's all it is, you know, and it's all about, you know, just the more clarity that you get into, and you know, the more you listen, I talk about the voice, right. You know, um, the more that I listen to the voice, it just seems to kind of bounce, you know, you're, you bounce around and just find your path as you go through life. And if you really listen and tune into that voice, the next thing you know, you're in that next level of expansion. God, I got all these cliches, but it's true. It is it's true. like, it is true. I mean, I, I mean, it's, I've, I'm proof. Karen's proof. I mean, it, it happens, but I think a lot of us, what we do is we resist. We're like, well, that I can't do that. I'm not qualified. I'm not enough. Yeah. And so we just were, we coast or we're happy. We, we just deny, you know, our greatness. Yeah. And I think it's funny cause that's like where you're ending up. That's what the voice has been telling you. That's kind of what, I, I mean, I resisted, I resist a lot of things too, but I feel like that's what being a chiropractor is about too. You're like shifting people's mindset to realizing that they have the power to heal themselves and, that traditional path of medicine is maybe not the way to go all the time. Like there it's, it's helpful in some aspects, but I mean, like I, so I have like a good relationship with a lot of medical doctors and I have, you know, a physical therapist, in my office too. And I know a lot of chiropractors like don't, 
they try to stay away from like all that stuff. And I, I think that it's important, right? But the most important thing to realize is like that you have the power inside yourself to do pretty much anything. And it's fun because that's like where I'm kind of being pushed to is like helping people break free of that. Like this, everything, society, what society is telling them to do, it's telling them that they have to go and punch in and punch out to a job and they can't have this job where they feel like they're, you know, not uh, clocking in and clocking out every day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess if that's, I mean, if that fulfills you. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, if you feel, I mean, then more power to you. And I think that's, you know, I get, I get frustrated sometimes too. And you probably, I don't know if you've ever seen some of my posts and things <laughs> on social media is like, look, I, Hey man, I don't care what you do. So long as it fills your soul, that's it. Like, uh, yeah, I don't care if you're a chiropractor and you do modalities or you, you know, do acupuncture or you, you know, and maybe people who are listening to this don't really understand that, you know, in, in the chiropractic space, you know, we all kind of argue back and forth about who should do what and practice how, which way, but if it fulfills your soul and at the end of the day, you're actually helping people, that's it, which, you know, that's what I say all the time. That's it. You just, as at the end of the day, if you're helping people and, you feel like you're doing the right thing. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter how you do it. Yeah. That because I'll tell you what, I mean, if it, you know, again, it's, it's like when you're lying in, in a hospital or you're on your deathbed at the end of the day, it doesn't, I mean, if you look back and you're like looking with regret, yep. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. You're like, man, time. Like yeah. I spent so much time, wasted time doing you, stuff. I just shit. I didn't want to do. So you posted this video, I think it was like a week or two ago. After, and you were at warrior con and mm -hmm. you were talking about how you were there to heal your soul. It wasn't about going there to learn the technique, like new, I don't know, new techniques or new, um, new ways to do business or sell online courses and all that. It was really about healing your soul. And that's, I mean, that was super powerful. And you talked yeah. about your disease and how you ended up where you're at. I thought that was like one of the best videos I've ever seen you post. <laughs> really well, for the, yeah, for those of you, for those people who are listening, who don't know, you know, clearly don't know what happened and back in 09, um, sorry, I don't know if I can, I don't know. Hopefully you don't hear that background noise. I think there's someone mowing their lawn outside. It's all right. I have um, like cars going by all the time and it's <laughs> nice, in 09, I was, I was considered a pretty healthy guy. So I was like 39 years of age and, uh, yeah, I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So that's an uh, autoimmune condition and it was bad. It wasn't, wasn't like, Hey, I got to take some aspirin and I'll be okay. It was like bad. So I did what every person, I don't care if you're a health provider or you're anyone else. Like it's every person wants to do what they can. That's natural without drugs, without surgery. We did it all and I got better. And in the end, uh, I had a stricture which required emergency surgery. And then after that, I never was the same. Like I still, every day it's a struggle for me in certain ways. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's essentially the story in a nutshell. And if it wasn't for that gift of like, look, that I call it the gift of urgency. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, there's nothing more urgent in your life than trying to, than when you're diagnosed with something that's life-threatening. Right. There's nothing more urgent in your life than when you, you're trying, you're sitting at Christmas time selling your guitars because you can't buy presents for your boys, you know, and you pay your mortgage. That's urgency. 
And that's usually what's lacking when it comes to online business or just business in general for a lot of people, by the way, is they, they just don't have the state, that sense of urgency. So yeah, that's my story. I mean, that, that was a gift for me because I, I, I learned the lesson of urgency. I always take action. I always execute. Uh, I had to figure stuff out really quickly, you know, cause I couldn't practice. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, like I, they took part of your brain out, literally, like your gut <laughs> is like a second brain. They took it out of your body and like, it's gone. You were yeah. missing a huge piece. Yeah. And I mean, and, and I mentioned in that video, I was like, Hey, look, cause I've, I've done videos like that maybe in the past or communicated those, those same kind of messages. But what I realized that when that, in that moment, in that, in that video was like, look, it's, it's not about the next drug. It's not about the next surgery. It's not about the next nutritional. Cause I get, God, I get so many people messaging me, like, and help me. And I'm just like, it's not about that. It's an internal game. Right. You know, I got to heal myself. I got to heal my soul. Once that's healed, it's, this is an internal game. Like, um, so I got to heal myself Yeah, and I agree. And yeah, I'm, I'm set on the path now. Yeah, absolutely. It's the next level. You have to, you have to do it yourself. It's like physically you're going to do all the right things, but it's just that, that PC that was torn away. You got to like, just heal it, you know? And it's funny that people contact you all the time and try to show you a new way or like, I can heal you. <laughs> Uh, like you haven't tried it. I don't know. I've had my L1 checked. Yes. Yeah. You totally would have tried it and they already did this. Like it's already done. Like it's got to move on. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, again, if, if you're a health pro, if you're not, a lot of people can understand, I'm sure they can, they, this will resonate with you no matter what is that. Look, I mean, there are certain conditions. I don't care whether it's cancer, heart disease. There are, there is an emotional component to all of these things. There's an internal game. Mm-hmm. There's reason why people, some people get well after being diagnosed with cancer and some people don't. Right. That's why they say that praying and certain mindset, like that can actually help you get over cancer. Um, yeah. And in your case, like you said, like some people have these life threatening diseases and yours is like, but it's not like immediately life threatening for me. It is like, like yours is kind of more life threatening because you don't just die. Like you have to live with that for such a long time. Like it's literally taking away your life and you have to just watch it pass. It's like you're kind of like you're in jail like, and you have to watch it, watch your life just slowly drift away. Or you can take charge and take control and heal yourself and empower yourself and shift your life into something that's more aligned with your purpose or still aligned with your purpose, but maybe in a different way. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you have to... it gets, it becomes easy to sedate yourself. And, and I don't mean like sedate, like I'm going to take a drug that puts me to sleep. I mean like sedate yourself or, um, you know, by taking, so like you can take a medication that can make you feel better, mm-hmm. but clearly that's not, that's not a good strategy. So you're putting the bandaid on, you're just like putting the bandaid on until, you know, you until it's not it on working. anymore. And it just turns into this like festering wound that you need, like, you know, you don't wrap the whole <laughs> leg up. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and I, it's almost a metaphor for life, right? Is that we often do that in life and business is that we put band-aids on and we expect long-term solutions and it's not the case. So getting by for me is no longer okay. Right. I mean, it's in, you know, my business has always been something that's like always just exploded and been Mm -hmm. exponential in growth and results. 
It's just, you know, now I have to apply that to other dimensions in my life. So my relationship, my, you know, with my wife and my kids and my spirituality, and then also, you know, when it comes to my health, my healing. Right. There's so much more to the business than just business, right? There's your body, your health, your mind, your soul. That's what, that's what this podcast is about. That's why I started because you have to have all those things in alignment in order to be successful and all those things can amplify your success in your life. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so when you made that shift in your mindset, what, and you do, you do help a lot of people with their mindset shift. What was your biggest tool, your most powerful tool that you used to help shift your mindset to an iron mindset? And I heard you say that before. That's why I'm using that. (laughs) Um, That's a great question. Do you mean, are you referring to in my business or in my, I feel like you can use those like mindset shift tools in anything, you know? Um, it could be, it could be in your business, could be in your life. Like, so for instance, on one of my first podcasts I had, I was this girl I was talking to, um, she's an entrepreneur. She's super successful. She's blowing up, but it was like her relationship and how she got into it with her husband that made, Mm -hmm. allowed her to be able to make the mindset shift later on in her business, like not caring what people think. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, I use, I think that hmm, it's such a hard question to answer. You know, I, I think that what allows me is I, I always have, I got it. I don't want to use a cliche of like, 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 you know, I'm a fighter, man. I mean, if, if I, and, and I get angry, is anger a technology, a, a yeah, whatever, whatever you have to do, man, like that's it. There's like, I there's just no don't accept answer. Yeah. Like I get knocked down. Right. So what, what I find is, or what I see or observe is like people get knocked down. They just stay down. They don't get up. Um, you know, they get pushed, you know, they don't push back. So I get angry. I get, I'm like, no, man, this is not acceptable. I will not accept this level of, you know, mediocrity in my life. That's just like, and that's, (laughs) she's a fighter, man. Like just, just like, yeah. 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 So, I mean, my wife, Karen's a fighter. I'm a fighter. We just, everything that we've ever wanted in our life, we've fought for. Like when we went to chiropractic college, we went there with $10,000 in credit cards. Like we, like, I don't know how we graduated. Like it's crazy. Um, but we've always fought for those things and believe it or not. I mean, the more that you fight, the more the universe actually provides. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's like a universal law or something. The more that you prove that people, like everyone tells you, you can't do that or you can't do this or you're not qualified. You just have to like prove them wrong, you know? Hey man, I had a client today. She, she messaged me and she's like, dude, like why am I not seeing, she's, she, first of all, she's doing one of the, one of the cancers, right? Which is, uh, you know, we talk about the five cancers. I, I can't remember them all, what they all are, but one of the cancers is comparison, right? When in business and <laughs> life. And, um, So comparing yourself to other people, right? I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, you can go down that road, but at the end of the day, when you ask the hard questions is, is, it's like, did you do the work Mm -hmm. that was required to get the result that you want? And yeah. And comparing yourself to other people, that's like death to you. You know, like you just can't do it. You have to compare yourself to you and that's it. Yeah. Like, where'd you come from? Where'd they come from? You can't, you can't really compare at all. Uh, Everyone has a different starting point. Everyone has a different path. Like your path is going to be different than mine. Mine's going to be different than yours. Be different from your wife's. Like we're all going to be different. So comparing to other people, I feel like that's just like death to your, your uh, progress. Really. You're never going to make progress. Yeah. I I mean, I, I love, like I aspire 
to, oh, yeah. to, to, to be like at that level. Yeah. Um, I, I live, I love learning from what other people have created. So one of the questions, I don't know if we're given hacks here, but one of the questions was like, why am I not at that level? And I'm like, well, you need to invest at that level to get those results. So That's, I buy everything online, man. I buy, I'm a sucker. Yeah. Like I buy everything, but I buy it because I'm like, I'm a hack. Like I, I don't just buy people's stuff and programs and mentorship and all that just so that I can, because I think that I need it. I do it because I'm like, how do they do this? Yeah. I do the same exact thing. I like get all these, I opt into everybody's lists and all this stuff. Cause I want to see like, <laughs> what, how are they doing it? What are they doing? Like, what are they like? How are they getting there? You know, what are they offering? Yeah. I want to see their process. Exactly. And, and then how can you, how can you make that, how can you make that then true to you? Right. Yeah. So that it works for you. Yeah. It's not just copying. Like I've seen other people, like my friend, my friend Scott Olford, he does like these Facebook bots and like teaching people how to get leads and stuff like that. People literally copy his exact email, <laughs> his exact funnel, and then put it out there. Like it just word for word and then think that no one's ever going to know. And they're, they become part of his program. I don't, I don't know what people <laughs> even do. Like how do people even uh, feel okay doing that? Like you want to do something that's your own. Like there's no fulfillment in just copying. Yeah. And here's the thing I've learned is, you know, cause that, that used to bother me cause we, I see that too. Like yeah. people will buy my stuff just so they can clone it. Um, and what I've, what I've learned is that it doesn't matter because I can create, like I created a program products that I just launched and it blew up like just recently. Mm -hmm. But if you had told me like I was going to create that product program, like even eight weeks ago, I probably would have said like, I'll never do direct <laughs> shipping. I'll never do that. So it's, it's like, that's the beauty of possibility is that you, you know, if you can think about it, dream it up, man, there's it, you, people can copy all your, your stuff all day long, but they will never be a producer like yourself and, or see the possibility and be, and cre be able to create things. That's a beautiful thing about online business, virtual practice, online business, whatever you want to call it. It's like, we can pull things out of thin air and right. just like create it. I don't have to go and buy a lease a building, yeah. you know, it's to do it. Gives it's you the mobility amazing. And the speed to market, I think is like one of the most like, alluring things like having an idea and then getting it out there in like six to eight weeks you can't open up a business in six to eight weeks, like a brick and mortar like the town will not let that happen like when, yeah. when i was moving my practice like they when it took me six months just to move to another building they just wouldn't wow. let it happen their permits and everything like so yeah, um, yeah. so i should have maybe i should have asked at the beginning but i wanted to know what was the transition like going from brick and mortar to virtual like and how did you do it because a lot of people especially where i live in the northeast like by new york city everyone they don't believe in virtual businesses they don't think they're real they think you have to have an office they think you have to go to a place and then once you're in that place for so long it's hard to just like shift your mindset about getting out of it like not yeah I mean, I, I, I fought mm -hmm. to stay in the practice, like in my brick and mortar, like I fought with it and it just, you got to the point where I remember like the one, like I would like literally be in, in driving to the office in pain, thinking I will never get through this day. 
I will never get through this day. Like, and it's like a three hour shift, but I would see like maybe a hundred patients. It was busy. <laughs> it's <a lot>. Like <laughs> it was a lot of patients. And, and, and then I would be sick for a day, two days after that. And so I think, again, it came from the urgency and necessity of just like, look, I got to figure this out so that I don't have to be, I can be at home so I can heal. So for me, the transition was more of a mental game of just like, okay, I can understand like, well, number one, it was hard to separate myself from people who had grown, literally grown, some of the kids had grown up in practice with me, you know, like the patients, I mean, the connection on a daily right. basis. So when I started my online business, it was all about connection. That's why I started my podcast to begin with too. Mm -hmm. So I could still connect with people. It's just, you know, it was virtual. Right. Right. Um, and then from there, it was just like, how am I going to monetize this? Like, how can I actually make money from it? And I spent a lot of time, spent a lot of money, made a lot of mistakes. I don't need to go through all of those. And before finally, I just re realized or discovered, okay, like actually this is how it works. And then it got a little better and then it got a little better. And then once I actually had a, had people reaching out to me, so here's a big tip is like, once you find your soul genius, people and you start to connect with other people, you've built an audience of following and um, people will actually ask you for help. Yeah. That's your product. <laughs> when people started to go, so people started coming to me going, Ed, how do I create a lot? Like, uh, how do I do what you do? How do I create an, a virtual practice? How do I create an online business? And I go, well, maybe I can help you there. And I created a program. Mm -hmm. So that was my, my step into the online world. And, you know, here's the part of the story I don't talk a lot about is that my wife who started our practice together, she's a chiropractor. She was still in my practice, like still in the practice. And she was way less fulfilled than she had ever been before because now I'm doing this. She's doing that. We started practice together. That was our dream. Like we're like, we were a team and it was not what we envisioned. It was not the dream. Mm -hmm. So she's like, no, I want to, I want to be where you are. I want to be doing, I want to be at home. I want to spend more time with my kids. So she, she did exactly what I like. This is like a formula, man. So she did exactly what, what took me 12 months, but it did it in three months, created a podcast connected. She has way more listeners. She gets like 3000 people listen to her a day. She built a business and a following for about two or three months. Then she created her first product service, she launched it on a, on a webinar. And then it's just been gangbusters since then. So in three months, she did what I did in 12 months. That's amazing. And now, yeah. And now we're both, you know, connected again. She's upstairs doing client calls. <laughs> um, I'm here in the office, you know, actually she's probably just heading over to pick up my son, but it's, it's been a really, I, 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 you know, I think the reason I get so passionate about this too, is I want more docs. I want more chiropractors, entrepreneurs. I want them to experience that because I think they give up way too easy and they, they, they discount right. their value that they bring to the world. So, um, was it an easy transition? No. Was there a lot, a lot like time and money invested? Yes. I mean, all of those things, but I mean, if I, if I want to drop a piece of advice here is this just follow someone who knows what they're doing and has results. Like they've yeah. done it before you and then pay them. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I was just talking to somebody about that. They contacted me, they were asking me advice and I told them to take one of my friend's courses up and she didn't want to invest. I'm like you have to, and she's like, can I barter my, some of my services with her? Probably not. Like if you're not going to invest that money, then there's no commitment. Bartering doesn't work. No, not at all. Like, bartering doesn't work. No. It's, there's no urgency in bartering. They're, like you invest a hundred thousand dollars to make a million dollars. 
Yeah. Would you do that? Most people would just go, I don't have a hundred thousand dollars. Whereas like a lot of the people that I know that are successful, they would go, where do I find a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, exactly. It's resourcefulness. Right? That's the first level up investment. I cashed my kid's education fund. Mm-hmm. Like I've <laughs> cashed it. I didn't have the money, but I made that money back in four weeks. Yeah. And actually three X it. You have to. I mean, even when I started, when we started shreds, it was with a credit card and it was in chiropractic school. I didn't have any money. It was negative money. I had <laughs> student loans, you know, you just have to do it. Like you have this thing that you want to do and you see a way and you just, you just make it happen. Yep. Um, you know, and people aren't willing to invest that. Like, so I didn't have the ability to hire a mentor or learn from it. There was no one to learn from. So before that I worked in the, that industry for, like three years to learn that and made $500 a week doing it, you know, and that was yeah. nothing in New Jersey. That's I could bear. I couldn't even live, move out of my parents' house, so, <laughs> but I wanted to learn. Like you either invest the time or you invest the money to learn. I mean, it's, it's powerful, man. It's, it's like, I get it. Like I get it on one level that, um, people go, I don't have the money, but then I also understand too, that I see, I go, well, I had even, I I had like nothing. I didn't even have my health at the time. So I don't really, I'm not really um, accepting of excuses or reasons. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, you can, everyone can come up with the first level of cash they need to, to up-level their life to the next. And then you up-level to the next level. Once you get results, then you up-level to the next level. So I just sat down, like I went to warrior con, they made it, obviously they made an offer because that's why they get warrior, everyone at warrior. <laughs> and my wife said to me, she's like, what does it feel like for you to sit in a room like, you know, a powerful 500 powerful men and be able to have an upper level offer like that come across the table. And it's like, it's not about the money. It's just about, is it right for me? Is it like fulfill my soul to do this? Right. So, I mean, it's powerful stuff when you money and cash flow solves problems. You want to be, you want to hit the next spiritual level? Like free yourself up in your cash flow. Yeah, you right? absolutely need to. Like, yeah. that, and you're right. Like you said, it's not about the money at that point. Like, it's about is it right for me? How does it make you? Like, what are you going to get out of it? Is it going to help you progress to that next level, or is it something that maybe just isn't for you? And that's, I think, that's freedom to be able to make that decision. And yeah. you can do that at all levels. Like, you don't have to have a million dollars to do it. You just have to know how to make those decisions. And yeah. is it better? Is the ch- taking that chance better than what where you're at currently? Is it better than, you know, living paycheck to paycheck or having nothing or having to struggle every day? And then it, what, if you lose that money, you have to keep doing that. So what, it's not, not that big of a deal. Um, so here's the thing that here's the, here's the thing is I know that of that room and the up that upper level of people who invested, there were people in this and there were men in that room who it was an issue. Like, I mean, they're like, I don't know how I'm going to get this cash, but I'm doing it. Like they're like, it was it was an issue, but those guys, what did they do? They implemented urgency into their life, man. They're going to kill it. Yeah. Then you have to make that back. It's like, even I don't know too many rich kids that have me. <laughs> so when you're handed this thing and it doesn't, you don't have that urgency. And I kind of feel like I, I got to that place in some aspects. Like I have money now and I'm like, I feel like I'm getting too soft. I don't know. Like I don't have that urgency. So I have to like make myself have that urgency because it doesn't feel like it did when I had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. 
got to burn some bridges, yeah. burn some, burn some ships, you know? So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's like, even a year ago, Karen and I were like, we just, we sold everything we own. Like we burned a ship, man. Like there was no going back. <laughs> it's like, we don't have a house, you know? Um, like when you, again, and, and I, when I look back and reflect on it and this lesson of urgency, is just keeps coming and appearing in my life is we were just set, setting urgency in our life. So we had to, you know, yeah. they had to perform. It's like, well, we got to find another house to live, place to live. I mean, people think so. you're crazy, but like, did you see the McDonald's, uh, that movie with about Ray Kroc? He, oh, I haven't. No. He mortgaged, like it's, uh, Kevin Costner, whatever. But, uh, I mean, the story is like super powerful. It's McDonald's it's not healthy, but he, uh, he mortgaged his house to be able to make those deals. Like he had nothing. He was a traveling salesman. I think yeah. he was like almost six years old at the time. He was just trying to make it grinding, grinding, grinding. And he saw this like amazing opportunity, mortgaged his house to be able to franchise the McDonald's. Like kept doing it and doing it and doing it until like, you know, McDonald's is actually the biggest real estate company in the world. I don't know if you know. Wow. Like no, they I didn't. own all the real, that's how they, like if people decided not to eat McDonald's anymore, they would still be super wealthy because he just bought all the real estate that all the McDonald's wow. were on. And that that's how he was able to, to build that business that, Kind of wasn't really his in the first place, but that's another. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Yeah. So like you talked about like learning from people and finding somebody that has done it before that you can learn from, like, who are your, like, who are your mentors? I don't, I know we both have a mutual friend, Jesse Elder. He's kind of, he's one of my mentors. Um, who's on my number one on my podcast. So. Oh, great. Good yeah. job. Man. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I think for me, it, who was the first, first real level was Garrett. So Garrett J white. So with warrior and that was years ago. So like week 20, I did warrior week 20. That was when I cashed my kids education fund. Um, and then I got back and I'm like, well, you know, I, I hit the, I hit that next level and I'm like, okay, what's next? And I'm like, well, who was Garrett's mentor? And I'm like, oh, it's Jesse. <laughs> so, so I, I, I worked with Jesse for a while. Um, and then more recently, uh, back in November, 2016, I joined, uh, joined on with com inner secrets. So Russell Brunson is my mentor, you'd say. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, pretty cool to have him on Voxer. Um, and then, you know, I've, I guess I'm kind of gone full circle and come right back to, to Garrett again. So, uh, I mean, but Garrett's at a different place now than he was two years ago. Is right? it amazing like to see your mentors grow? Like, while well, you grow too. Like, in yeah. your like it's, I, I love that stuff. Like you don't want to see some, like, you don't want a mentor that just like kind of stays in one spot and doesn't really grow with you. Yeah. Like, they get to this level and then they're going to bring you up there too with them. Like there's yeah. still so much to learn. I remember like with the conversation with Jesse too. And, and he was, we were, it was essentially, I was on an app call with him and enrollment call and he goes, he goes, cause I was, it was for his three twenty group or whatever it was. I can't remember. And, and I remember him asking me like, how much money do you, do you make a month? <laughs> and I'm like going, he wants me to, Oh no. He said, how much do you want to make a month? And I remember thinking, okay, well he wants me to say 15,000, but it's really only 5,000. That's all I want. <laughs> and I just thought how, how incredible that, that number seemed like, you know, $15,000 of online income a month. And he's like, if you can do, he, this is a huge, he goes, if you do 15, it's just one step to go to 30. And he was right. He took me to 30 K, um, in six weeks. Yeah. 
It's just a so, little shift, a little course correction. I mean, Jesse is like, he, he's one of the, 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 like the smartest people I know. I mean, even though he didn't have like a formal education, he had a different kind of education. It was kind of like that. He was able to make his own choices, which I love, you know? And I, when I talk to Jesse, I'm like every time just like something clicks. Yeah. The, the dude can, can basically can coach. If you have a coach who can do a text message consult, like call with, instead of a call, like, Hey, well, we couldn't make the call, but we'll do text messaging because he's in an airport and they can coach you to the next level on a text message. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So no, he's next level. Like, I mean, like you, when you have a, you know, you got a good coach and mentor who, within like 10, 15 minutes can take you, can see exactly what's going on and then course correct and get you what you need. So it's, I love that. I mean, I was like, we, I think we had like one hour call scheduled and it was like, I was done in 15 minutes. Dude, <laughs> just, just drop knowledge. And I'm just kind of pragmatic. I'm like, okay, done. I'll go execute. See ya. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, he, we were in New York city and it was one of our coaching days and I just like, I got what I needed to get done. And like, 10 minutes and we just hung out the rest of the time, you know, and I, I don't, it costs money, but I don't, I don't care. It was, it was worth the value of what I got out of it. It's not about the time. Like if I was a time puncher, then it would have made, I would have cared. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm kind of, you can't be if you want to do what we're doing. No, no. And it's not for, I mean, I, I, I have to be careful. Like, I mean, online virtual business, online business, it's not for everyone. It may not, again, we talked about like what, what fulfills your soul, what gives you that purpose. I mean, it may not be for everyone, but there's, there's definitely, um, the possible, there's, it's just limitless in possibilities. I can't even tell you like the, the conversations I have with people of what they want to create. And I'm like, Oh man, I've never heard of that before, but here's how I would do it. If it was you, like, it's like, it's just the coolest stuff. And people are like, man, I'm just, I'm Ed. This is the cool. I, I, I love just, I could talk all day about this. How do I make monetize it? And, um, and then scale it, which is more important, which is about getting time back, which means like, again, like what, and then you have time to, to focus on those other areas of life and not punching a clock. Yeah. I mean, there's people that, like they make millions of dollars on YouTube and uh, Twitch just playing video games, like playing video games. I know, dude, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't get it. And then we, and then we, we, you know, we, we minimize what we do mm -hmm. as people or as professionals, oh. if it's a health professional, right? So our I mean, value. For, for example, like one of the things I've realized is people who have like a professional degree or license, like in my mastermind group that I'm part of, like there's me and then um, another girl, she's a naturopath, Dr. Lowe. And it's just like for us to be able to do something, it's a little bit harder. I feel like as our mindset, we went through school and we have this like maybe we're not qualified enough kind of thing that's stuck in our head, even though we're both successful. And other people are just like, that just clicks for them because they don't have that, I guess the formal education, I don't know what it is. I think it's the formal education that kind of blocks you. So it's like undoing all that, that mindset stuff that school kind of ingrains in us. 
we, we like to make things complicated yeah and they're not they actually the more simple so if there's anything i've learned that you know with creating all like incredibly successful launches and online business and you know going next level is key, the more simple that you make something I don't, like whether it's a funnel or a sequence uh an online business it doesn't matter the more simple it is the less shit that goes wrong like i like there's because it even with a simple, simple online business, things go wrong, right? You got a course corrector or something, you know, you're, if you mail something, people don't get it. I mean, like stuff like that, like, um, but the more simple that you keep it, but it's, I just find it's as the more education we have, it seems like the more complex we yeah. need to, we feel the need to make things, which is really, honestly, it's probably a stall tactic. Yeah. It's just scarce. Yeah. They're just scared dicks. And I, I feel like it's the same in a regular regular business or just working in a job or a relationship or buy, like getting in shape, like the, just keep it simple. Just follow that process and just course correct when it doesn't work. Yeah. And it ain't about the logos. No, it's not about the logo. <laughs> the colors. Not about yeah. the logo. That's not that. You can always change that. Like start, I was my, so my wife is like doing her own home brand and she's like working on the logo and, uh, like a, a supplement for brain, like brain health. And she's like caring so much about the logo. I'm like, Starbucks changed our logo like 20 <laughs> times and there's still Starbucks. Like people, logos change. It's not that important. It's about what, what the product is and the message behind it and the, the, the feeling that people get. It's the emotional feeling. Like that's the most important thing. I, I literally will pick a brand name logo and be done in 48 hours and launch. Yeah. Is the, in, seven, in a week. Like it's, it's all about the execution and the speed of execution and people get, I mean, I have clients that are personal clients. They get on a call with me every week, which is premium. And we're still, they're still trying to figure out what colors they want for their logo. And I'm like, no, this is, what are we doing here? So no, it's definitely, it's all, yeah. Speed of speed of implementation, speed of execution, and just getting things launched, like getting them out there. is definitely one of the, the secrets, the keys. Yeah, I yeah. that's I mean, in in every business. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. So I just have like a few more things I want to ask you. So what are three things that you would go back and tell your 20, 25, 20 to 25 year old self? I didn't know when you started Cairo school. So uh, pre Cairo school, like what are three things? Like, would you do it? Would you not? What, what would you maybe not do it as long? Uh, three lessons. My dog's barking. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, man. You have to do some editing. No, and, and Jesse's uh, his podcast. If you listen to it, there's like birds chirping and stuff like that. I think he was doing one of those, uh, like where he was walking around his backyard on his phone. But it's okay because uh, he's like a, a nomad. <laughs> <laughs> so three things that I would tell myself, my younger younger self. Yeah, like pre Cairo school. You know, like what. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, number one, just believe in yourself. Number two is get a mentor. And number three would be just invest in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And then one more thing. So we talked, I think you kind of like talked about it a little bit. So solo one of the tenements of solubility is that our body is a metaphor for success. Like if you want to be successful and like transforming your body or being healthy or 
whatever it is, there's lessons that you can learn with it. And the same are true in nature, right? But those lessons can also be applied towards success. Like what's one lesson that your body has taught you to be successful in life? I think the, the main lesson for me is just that I'm more powerful than, than I know. Yeah. So every time I push my body, you know, it's, there's also a mental component to that. But every time I push myself physically, I always, I'm always like surprised at exactly how much stuff I can actually do and how much I underestimate, you know, my physical strength, my, um, and I think that translates over to my business as well and mindset. Yeah. I, it's okay if your dog is It's all right. But uh, I mean, I think that's like so true. I mean, we totally underestimate our strength and our physical strength and also our mental strength and everything. Like one of the, the stories that I always go back to is the movie 300 Leonidas. Like people don't realize the actual real Leonidas was 60 years old when he was fighting the, the Spartans. Now, if you walk around like modern day America and you ask any 60 year old, if they would go into battle with someone or if they thought they would be strong enough or at 60 years old to fight somebody or lead an army, they would, they wouldn't believe you. They would never think that it was possible. That's always like a mind, like a little mind fuck for people. When you say like someone is way older than you thought that was doing this physical thing, you know, it's crazy. And a lot of those, like those old, like the ancient leaders and stuff, they were a lot older than we thought. And they died because someone else killed them. They like ended their reign because they didn't want, they didn't want their ideas around anymore rather than they weren't, strong enough to do it so you know yeah awesome yeah that's absolutely true you know what i yeah i think there's a delivery (laughs) (laughs) sorry all right well i mean that i think i think we're good anyway you know (laughs) i just want to know i just want you to let people know where people can find you um if if there's anywhere you want them to go anything you want them to do just you know, let them know. Yeah. I mean, like if they want to check out some of my podcasts, so the chiropractic philanthropist.com and that's the chiropractic philanthropist.com. They could even check out, you know, the, the laptop lifestyle podcast.com. So we have some really incredible guests who are online entrepreneurs, like high level people like, you know, Marcy Locke and Grant Cardone have been on that show. So yeah, they can check me out there. Uh, I apologize for the dogs barking today. Um, if anyone knows me or follows me, my dogs bark sometimes. Wednesdays and Thursdays, I usually have them at daycare, so for production, but I uh, did a webinar yesterday instead. So, um, yeah, you can follow me there. Um, it, I mean, definitely connect with, uh, connect. I would encourage you to also connect with me on Facebook. So I have a personal public, like a public profile page. You can find Dr. Ed Osborne or the chiropractic philanthropist as well. Yeah. And it's, you know, the stuff you put out is not just for chiropractors, even though it's kind of directed towards some of it's directed towards chiropractors, but it can apply to to anyone, anyone that wants to just like make a shift in their life. Um, Yeah. So I really appreciate you having, having you on today. I, I know you're busy, but I think, you know, you dropped a lot of knowledge and and value on our listeners. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate you sharing your story. Um, and maybe we can do like a three-way one day with uh, Jesse Elder. I think that'd be a pretty sweet episode. Awesome, man. Awesome. <laughs> Not in a sexual way, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right, no, man. I get it. All right, 
brother. Thank you. You got it. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I really appreciate all the support and all the kind words that I'm getting about these podcasts. It really fires me up to want to do more and to help you guys out as much as I possibly can. So if you please, if you haven't already, can if you can leave a review in iTunes, I would really, really appreciate it. And until next time, I'll see you guys in the next episode.